Welcome to Gain That Tune. everybody it's game that tune back in the house once again it's ya boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey we got jesse moore say hey hey and we've got david fleming say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back everybody it's game that tune episode 174 in the house and uh, man oh man we got a great show coming up tonight if this is your first time joining us welcome and uh, what we are going to do around here is uh, we are going to listen to some video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off, have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays a bonus tune. And our winner last week was the uh, fantastic, uh, you know, I, I can't think of enough nice things to say about him. Uh, one of Duval's finest, uh, my man Jesse Moore with the win last week. And Jesse, what'd you pick for the theme for this week's episode? Well, in honor of our new uh, Lord and Savior in Jacksonville and the North Florida, or just the southeast in general uh gardner Minshew the second um yes. I, I depict uh games where you play as someone with a mustache yes that's right we've got Minshew magic Minshew mania on tonight's episode uh for those uh, not in the know uh gardner Minshew the second is uh you know the greatest quarterback in the history of the national football league he has taken jacksonville and uh, everyone's hearts by storm and uh, he's a kid in his twenties with a fucking hilarious mustache, uh, and you know, and the cat could ball. So uh, we're, uh, we're we're playing it up, man. And and yeah, the uh, the crux of this whole episode—it's not just games featuring a character with mustache. It's uh, games in which you play as a character with a mustache. So I mean, there, you know, there's plenty of mustachioed villains. You know, you got your Robotniks, your Doctor Wowies. Uh, you know, your. Uh, Various uh, mustache tuggers, uh, Wario and Waluigi, but uh, but you know you gotta you gotta play the mustache. Minshew's playing for the Jags and he's kicking ass, so you gotta kick ass with a stash for this week's episode. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's gonna be a good mix. I think we got some fun tunes coming up, some fun games. Uh, we got a great fan request in the mix. So uh, I guess if you're playing along at home, you should just uh, you know I don't know run a run a comb through that stash. You know, get that panache. And uh, Johnny, let's just uh, start with game one, shall we? Game one.
right, guys. So, this is the first game in this series to be released for a Nintendo system. guys you look like you're feeling great anybody uh think they're headed in the right direction anybody need hints i was feeling great until i checked yeah. the uh, games we've used already list and uh now i'm not feeling great oh ho, ho. <laughs> game changer you know you gotta think think raucous music think me and then think uh very odd compression maybe that'll give you a hint as to what system this is for uh, let's see. So Jesse says mustache. She's uh, got Minshew on the brain. Uh, Johnny says Mr. Mustache and the Infernal Machines. You know, it's <laughs> very close. <laughs> That's my and favorite game. <laughs> David says Virtua Quest, which is not correct, uh, but very intriguing. Um, no, but uh, David, I think you're on the right track because you're kind of you were thinking like Virtua series. You were thinking. Yeah. So my first guess was Tekken Tag Tournament Two. The uh -huh. first Tekken game on a Nintendo console, as oh. far as I could see on the list. Oh, Mr. Mr. Who misheard the trivia. I didn't say console. I said Nintendo system. This is for the Game Boy Advance. This is Tekken Advance. That huh. was Advance music? Yeah, dude. It was good, right? <laughs> huh. This is solid for a Game Boy Advance. Wow. I'm saying, I didn't know they man. made Tekken on a Game Boy Advance. I wouldn't have thought it was a good idea either. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man, because uh, I mean, well, hold on. Was it a good idea? I yeah, mean, that's um, it's kind of a mixed bag. Good? <laughs> it, it's that's upsetting because I'm 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, apparently Tekken Advance is considered a spinoff. So if you look up list of the Tekken series, <laughs> it is not listed. Oh, that's... Uh, <laughs> oops. Yes, this is a non-canon entry in the Tekken series. Uh, I'll give you a guess as to why that might be. Why do you think this doesn't apply to the story of the Tekken series, David? Because uh, it's on Game Boy Advance, is my guess. And why might there not be very much story to... T okay, no, there's just there's no endings. There's no story. It's just fighting. <laughs> like, so, yeah, there's there's no canon to be altered here. There's there's not very much to, to this game. Um... But yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a mixed bag. I think it's better than uh, than it really has a right to be, but it doesn't really have a right to exist. Like it's it's kind of a mistake. Um, it, it's uh, you know I'm trying to think who knows the least about Tekken to you know for me to ask. Okay, Johnny, you are raising your hand. You know the least about Tekken. Tell me something. Do you know the main like tenets of Tekken's fighting system, like its control system? Um, I'm guessing there's a high punch and low punch, high kick, low kick, a la Mortal Kombat. I mean, close. Now, you know, think about why that might not apply great to a Game Boy Advance. Because there's only two buttons. That's correct, John. So well, Tekken... Uh, well, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, Shoulder buttons. <laughs> right. There's, there's four, technically five if you want to count the start button. <laughs> yes. There's two face buttons. <laughs> Thank you, John. The, the two face buttons are all you have in play on Game Boy Advance. So yes, Tekken, uh, what it actually is, uh, you know, you were on the right track. So uh, the buttons, the face buttons on the arcade and on the, say, a PlayStation controller are uh, each of your limbs. So you got a left punch and a right punch, left kick, right kick, and then they all change what they do based on the various directions of your inputs. And that doesn't really matter on Game Boy Advance because there are two buttons. So you have punch and kick and some direction... Uh, R is a throw, and I think L might be a maybe a tag move or something. But they, you know, no, they they were not able to give you the uh, required buttons to play proper Tekken. So, you know, there's there's your strike one. Like, uh, I'm, and I'm not looking to strike this game out. But hey, if the conversation goes that way, it's how it goes. Um, strike. Plus, there's the fact that like, go for it. Tekken games usually have what like minimum 30 some odd characters like <laughs> how many did you fit on a game boy advance cartridge uh, funny you should ask david i believe there are uh, 10 characters for this one including one unlockable um how yeah. many minutes of cutscenes are there in this game because i believe most Tekken games have 60 to 80 minutes of cutscene right <laughs> oh yeah well that seems a little high but you're uh yeah, yeah. There are no cutscenes. We already established that. That's why this is a non-canon entry in the series. There's no story. There's not even replays. You know, when you when you finish a, a round in Tekken, you get to see a brief replay of what you just did to the guy uh, to knock him out. The replays are gone. There's very little here. <laughs> I just I just want to point out that uh, John Regan specifically points out that he knows the least about Tekken and yet can accurately quote the total amount of cutscenes in a Tekken game. I mean, can I? Am I? I don't think I am. John, let's talk about confidence as a currency because <laughs> I think you need to make a withdrawal, my man. You need to speak with confidence about things which you don't know very much about. That's what I do to host the show. You could have been hosting the show by now if you just got confidence, stupid. Um, but yeah, so uh, another small strike against this game. Uh, David, what uh, what do you think set Tekken apart from uh, similar fighters of, uh, of its time? 
Uh, if I remember, Tekken was like one of the first major popular 3D fighters. On That's correct, <laughs> David. So how do you think that goes for the Game Boy Advance Tekken? <laughs> I would imagine poorly. Right. Uh, it's not perfect. They actually do have a 3D aspect to the game, which is kind of cool. Jesse? So we haven't touched on this yet. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're going to bring it up, but I oh, just okay. want to... I just want to get there real quick. Uh, who? How are the mustaches in this game? You know, the mustaches, specifically in Tekken Advance, are a little lacking because the detail on the sprites is a little bit low. Uh, the, you know, it's it's not a high fidelity game, but you got the nice portraits at the character select screen. Um, but you know, the the main reason we can just skip all the Tekken Advance shit talk and get right to you know mustache talk. Let's talk about one of the most uh, awesome characters in the history of video games with a mustache, Heihachi Mishima. Uh, what a guy, this guy. Um, I, was just, I was just gonna say, it's like, how are the mustaches? Like, well, Heihachi's mustache is only about three pixels long, so not great. Yes, the advanced mustache is not fantastic, but Heihachi historically has an excellent mustache. Uh, I, you know, I did realize in picking this, I confused it a little bit with uh, his hair. I thought his mustache went into the hair. It does not. <laughs> He's got just a, a nice grandpa mustache and then, you know, a haircut like a flying V guitar. So it's, uh, it's not, um, it's not, a, it's not like an insane anime mustache, but it's a good fucking mustache. And Heihachi's the shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, David, you're a big, uh, big anime and Tekken fan, so I'm sure that, <laughs> you know, sure you can give us a rundown on like the story beats of Heihachi's story from Tekken's one through seven, including Tag Tournament two. You, you can give us the rundown on who this man is. Make it brisk. Uh, yeah. He is someone's evil grandfather, and pretty much the only thing I know is at some point he straps someone to a rocket and shoots them into space. Yeah, he does. <laughs> space. Uh, the, yeah. Oh, my face. It's all right, John. You know, you didn't. Uh, we also didn't ask you to prepare a mustache button, but it's all right. Uh, you know, but if we say mustache, uh, play the my man sound. Uh, my man. Yeah. Uh, yes, in uh, Tekken 5's ending, which is fucking superb, he does strap uh, everybody who has like some claim to his fortune to a rocket and blast them into space, and it's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I that, think he, he's I, a, a great I, heel. I, like, you know, go for it. I was going to say, I, I do remember his story in Soul Calibur 2, because he was a guest character in Soul Calibur 2, and oh, yeah. like, Spawn is like beamed back in time by the devil to conquer souls, and like Link goes to a mysterious new kingdom. Hihachi goes to like a hot spring, falls asleep, and then wakes up in medieval Japan, and like, <laughs> fights people to get back. Hot spring time machine starring Heihachi? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! I didn't, I didn't know that was the story because I never played a fucking Soul Calibur two on anything but a GameCube, baby. Um, but yeah, he's he's cool, man. He's uh, you know, he, I I don't want to. I guess he is considered the villain of the series because he's the you know the final boss in every fucking game. But I feel like he's not like full villainous. I feel like Tekken's kind of like wrestling. You got your your faces and your heels, but like it's like ninety five percent heel. Like, there are no actual good guys in Tekken. Everybody's kind of fucked up. <laughs> and so it's like, hey, do I mind if, you know, Heihachi wins and, like, throws somebody off a cliff? No, it's just good story. That's just good shit, baby. Um, and, uh, you know, he's, uh, he, he, the guy can dress. 
He dresses like a motherfucker. He's got, you know, fucking awesome coats and, like, fucking tiger furs and shit. Uh, and when he's not wearing that, he's wearing a big old Japanese man thong, uh, which is fucking cool. And he's a granddad. Uh, you know, I want to know this. Is, you know, is there any question whatsoever that Heihachi is gaming's greatest granddad? Huh. I feel like it's um, no contest, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, do, is there what? speculation on people that could be grandfathers or just... Ooh. Because Tricky. like the like the old man in Legend of Zelda who gives you the sword might be like uh, he's an old man with a sword, so I'm sure he's fucked. So I mean, yes. <laughs> if so there's one thing Zelda characters do, it's fucked. Um, and so assuming that that kid who was from the loins of this old man with a sword, he probably fucked too. So he might have had some kids, and you know he is one of the most. Notor like, you know, this old guy, right when you walk in, gives you the main weapon of the game. Mm -hmm. So he might be the most iconic grandfather of video games. But that's just my take. Go ahead. Uh, it's yeah, one uh, of those things where it's like, I'm, I'm trying to... Like, you pose the question, is Heihachi the greatest granddad in video games? And I'm trying to think, who are other notable granddads in video games? That's like, the question I was counting on you to answer, default. baby. <laughs> like, is that that's... Donkey Kong? The original Donkey Kong? Cranky. Oh, yeah. Cranky. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Cranky? Is he, is he a granddad or is he Donkey Kong's dad? Well, isn't Diddy Kong Donkey Kong's son? I don't think no, so. I, th <laughs> oh. I think I it's think... just his way younger odd friend that he hangs out with. Well, who's Donkey Kong Jr.? <laughs> I think the way oh. that it's supposed to go is the original Donkey Kong is Cranky. Donkey Kong Jr. is the current Donkey Kong's father. And oh. he's just, like, out of the picture. Okay. So, like, <laughs> Donkey Kong Thanks. is Donkey Kong Jr. Jr.? So Donkey Kong I Jr. has either become a deadbeat dad or he's, like, Spider-Man's dad? Like, <laughs> you don't know where he is for the Donkey Kong Country series? Like... <laughs> I'm kind of into this. Uh, Which would make Cranky the grandfather. Yeah, okay, but Heihachi's cooler than Cranky. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. put that out yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if it was like... <laughs> Whoa! Hot take. No, man. Uh, uh, hey, hot I mean, she take? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, Game if you put Heihachi and Cranky Kong in a ring, only one of them's coming out alive, and I'm pretty sure we know who it is. Yeah, Cranky. Yep. <laughs> Uh, it might be. I mean, hey, fights bears for practice. Like, he could take apart a 90-year-old ape. Hey, might actually be a bear. <laughs> Cranky is an ape. Yeah, but ape? we, we already Have covered apes. He's an old-ass ape. <laughs> yeah. he, got, he has a cane, goddammit. He's an God ape damn with arthritis. Yeah, he's got apeitis. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, David, you didn't cover Heihachi's uh, ending in Tekken Tag Tournament 2 where he drinks a youth serum to gain his youth back, but instead accidentally turns himself into a bear. So there's also a fan theory that Heihachi is Kuma in all, uh, you know, Tekken games, like, which is just bizarre. It's, it's like an Iron Man, Tony Stark situation, like Kuma's Heihachi's bodyguard, but Kuma's actually Heihachi. It's very confusing. <laughs> 
God, I love I want the idea of just a bear getting so old that it turns into a man. <laughs> like, that's the natural age progression for a bear. Well, the idea isn't that the youth serum turned him back into a bear. The idea is that it malfunctioned and turned him into a bear. But yes. <laughs> like, no, uh, like the continue the research. Going back to a younger age <laughs> as a bear. <laughs> uh, I love that. But yeah, uh, no, he's fucking great. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it sucks that I think for the time being, he's fucking dead. Uh, spoilers for Tekken 7. He got dropped into a fucking active volcano. Like, his body hit the lava. The so, bear? Uh, no, Heihachi. Oh, God. I was the like, oh my, oh my God, no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it, you know, I hope Heihachi is not dead. They found a number of ways for Heihachi to not die. and But they never showed him being dropped straight into lava. Like, that seems like in most things... Like, I think that's what killed Wesker in Resident Evil, finally. So I think lava is, like, you know, I don't know, the, the end-all be-all for, like, Japanese anime video game deaths, so. Work, work for Darth Vader. Oh, wait, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, so, uh, so close. Just so yes, that, That's probably where Tekken 8's gonna be. It's all, uh, it's all been a lead-up to A New Hope starring Darth Hayachi. Darth Hayachi. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be so good. <laughs> Uh, oh, I am your grandfather. Get, can we please finally get Tekken Cross Street Fighter with Cyber Akuma versus Darth Heihachi? Dude, they, uh, <laughs> yeah, another thing that you should know about Tekken Tech Tournament 2, they were kicking around that as a very funny ending. If you ever beat the game as Wang, who's one of the old guys, there's an ending <laughs> where he's talking to uh, Jin Pachi and Dr. Baskanovich, and <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yeah, we're not even popular anymore, man. We got to bring ourselves back. It's like these fucking game designers, they don't know what's good. Like, they're all a bunch of young guys. We need to do something cool. And Dr. Boscovich is like, you know, I designed Elisa, so I could maybe uh, give you some chainsaw hands or like a jetpack or something. <laughs> then I can't remember. Somebody opens the door and there's like all these prototype things of like Wang and Jinpachi with fucking like rocket packs and chainsaw arms. I'm like, this game knows how fucking cool it is. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah, so, yeah, also, Heihachi, uh, gaming, uh, gaming's greatest granddad. No question, Jinpachi, gaming's greatest great-granddad. Uh, you know, just some dudes, man. So many dudes in this game, and, you know, they're just fucking... It's, it's good to see him fucking balling out his granddads. I mean, you know, it's you know just a bunch of swole-ass, ass-beaten granddads. I mean, how many games can you look at and be like, man, that granddad, he's daddy. Like... These granddads, they're still daddy. <laughs> um, with that, Tekken Advance is great. Not really, it's fine uh, for what it is. It's uh, it's a bit of a mixed bag. But, uh, you know, good for them for trying. And, uh, you know, Heihachi forever. Uh, Kazuya never. And uh, let's keep it going to the next game. <laughs> game 2. Kazuya doesn't even have a mic.
Uh, sorry, I lost my trivia. Okay, there it is. Uh, this game features an achievement called Don't I Know You, which is obtained by controlling two specific characters in free play mode. This is a reference to how both characters were once played by the same actor. Anyone has some um, guesses? Shit, man. I wasn't expecting that to end so abruptly. I thought I still had... Yeah. Johnny, I'm confused by your um, guess. Johnny says Back to the Future Part 3, which is incorrect. Uh, John and Jesse both have the correct answer of Lego Marvel Superheroes. Well, in Back to the Future Part 3, Marty McFly and Seamus McFly were both played by Michael J. Fox, and Seamus McFly has a mustache. That's all he's got. <laughs> you know, I, that, sound, that sound logic, I kind of want to give you a point for that. <laughs> well, no, he's completely wrong, though. <laughs> you got to be kind of right. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, I don't know. He, he makes a good argument. Is there even a Back to the Future Part 3 game? Yes, there is, for Sega Genesis. Do you play as Seamus McFly? I don't know. I never got past the first level. <laughs> okay, that's, uh, that's about what I'm getting at. <laughs> but, um, mm. You could maybe play as Seamus McFly in Lego Marvel Super Heroes. Mainly there are a lot of characters. There are a fuck ton of characters in this game. Marty, you gotta join the Avengers with me! <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is Marty McFly... Great Scott! In the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> Nobody should be. <laughs> he is now. But, um, I just realized from saying Marty so many times how bad my Doc Brown imitation is. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. <laughs> Marty! That's <laughs> all I got. If I have to say something besides Marty, I'm really fucked. Uh, Tony! Nope. See? Can't uh, you do go it. into like a Robert Loja thing. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little too gravelly, huh? Your, your mom's right, Marty. Yeah. I gave your mom 1.21 gigawatts, Marty. Marty, your mother's right. It is like kissing your yeah. brother. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, shield helicarry makes no sense, Marty. There's not enough, uh, up and not enough lift. <laughs> Trying to bring this back to Lego Marvel. <laughs> I was going to say, we have so many Robert Loja references, but not nearly enough Christopher Lloyd references. Uh, like, we seriously yeah. need Bruce Banner to just walk into the room. Tony, ever have a dream? <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, so anyway, Lego Marvel Superheroes, I played this once. Um, uh, this game these games has, are kind of fun, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you play as many multiple characters. They each have different abilities. You've played a Lego game before. You know what to expect. Um, the reason that I wanted to bring this up is because this game features multiple characters that are playable with mustaches. Uh, you can play as Doctor Strange, Tony Stark, Kraven the Hunter, the Leader, Hogan the Grimm, J. Jonah Jameson. <gasps> but... What? He's playable? Yes. He throws newspapers. It's great. Aww. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> but the, the best character with a mustache you can play as is Stan Lee. Oh, that's pretty nice. Great. And wow. it's awesome because Stan Lee is like, okay, it's a Lego game, so it's not hard. So it feels really weird to say this, but Stan Lee is overpowered in this game. He basically <laughs> gave him like every ability. He, well, he can is swing God. on webs like Spider-Man. He can turn into the Hulk. He can shoot fire like the Human Torch. Like he's literally every character together. Yeah, so he is God. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, it does. Uh, we all saw that Simpsons episode where Stanley turned into the Hulk. It's uh, totally possible. Um, but wow, what's great man! Is like, because he, oh, he has a. Does he do his? Does he do his own voice? Hell yeah! He he has a Hulk form, which they call Excelsior form, rather than like Hulk form. And when he turns into it, they don't just like replace the model with the Hulk character. There's an actual Stan Lee Hulk. So it's like a green Stan Lee with gray hair and a mustache and like his ripped cardigan. It's so oh, good. I love that. That's so fucking cool. Uh, you know, I love Stan Lee. I miss that guy. What a, what a good guy. Um... Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good pick, David. There are a you know Marvel's done a lot for mustache representation over the years, so you know uh, I like it. It's a uh, you know un unexpected, but you know, it actually makes total sense. And um, I'm trying to think. I think this. You know, it's funny. You're like you've played a Lego game before. You know what this is. I'm like actually, I think this might have been the first Lego game I ever played. Because <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, if I can play as like 200 Marvel heroes, fuck yeah, I'm gonna buy that on Black Friday for $10. <laughs> um, like, definitely going to buy that game at some point for my Wii U, and it's now retired. Uh, it's uh, in a box somewhere in my house. But, uh, the, you know, for the few uh, few hours I played it, yeah, it's uh, it's that Lego fun. You know, you know, it's you get lost world, and build shit with Legos. Smash stuff. Like, it's an yeah. enjoyable, fun time. Like, yeah. Everybody sits there and complains about like how Lego games got boring and stale. It's like, yeah, if you're playing every one right after another one, but like the secret to the Lego game is you find the franchise you like, buy that one, and then enjoy right. an afternoon. Yeah, or the secret to the Lego franchise is I bought it for my fucking six-year-old nephew, and he thinks it's the most fun game he's ever played. Like, also true. <laughs> yeah, like maybe... It's kind of like we were talking about last week with like Rampage and the expectation. Like, oh, I can't believe you know the game got repetitive. It's like maybe you need to taper those expectations a little bit for a Lego game because this is a giant kids game. Like, maybe just maybe we don't judge this on like 
I don't know, the same level as, like, the fucking Last of Us or some shit. Like, it's just <laughs> not I, the same. You know, I want I, Lego Last of Us. <laughs> there has Ooh. to be a sliding scale. <laughs> I like games like, I like Lego games because there's not a lot of thinking. Yeah, that's yeah, a, there's really not. <laughs> that's all I got. Like, yeah. you, just, you, just can, you can just kind of mindlessly tune out and relax a little bit, play a game for a while. But see... For kids, there actually is a lot of thinking because my fucking nephew, he has a little bit of a hard time with these games. Like, these worlds are big and detailed. Like, you know, they're divided up into, like, you know, specific areas. But, like, it's not always easy for him to find, like, the next thing that he needs to build or whatever. Like, you know, there is a little bit of it. Like, it, you know, I think There's for its intended audience, kids, it's a really good game. Mm. <laughs> like, you There's gotta like think your way through it, solve some puzzles. <laughs> And, uh, you know, maybe eventually replay a level with a bunch of new characters. Like, there's all kinds of, you know, it, one thing that definitely confused my nephew, it's like, how come I can't, like, open, you know, this thing? I'm like, well, because it says you need a character with claws, so I guess you have to beat this level and come back as Wolverine or something. I, you know, I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I don't play this game all that much. But, like, yeah, there's specific things that you can't do in each level because you have to, like, go back and replay, which is one of my only pet peeves because it confused my poor nephew. He just wants to do everything. Just let him do it. Make everything just a press of the A button. Come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> but... Uh, you know, really, I have very little criticism towards these games. They are a lot of fun. Yeah, and charming as shit. They can, that charming Lego shit. <laughs> they can get a little Donkey Kong 64-y with the whole, like, backtracking thing. Oh, yeah, and the, like, the collecting of the bits and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, or but, like, whatever imagine you call this thing. Imagine if instead of five playable characters, you had, like, 70. Yeah. No, that's, uh... That's the, you know, the fact that you there's stuff like that's locked behind certain characters when you're not always able to swap as other characters is a little bit frustrating. But other than that, no, these games are a blast, man. It's cool. That's why you and have Stan Lee think, who can do, like, everything. Exactly. Once you unlock the god, then yes, you can just unlock every door. Uh, but didn't this one give you, like, a almost like a good, like, New York City to run around and explore, like, a good overworld and shit, like... Yeah, so, like, there, you had the different, like, missions where you got to go to, like, the Raft and Asgard, and, um, I think you go to Latveria, too, like, there's a whole bunch of different worlds, but there's a main hub Dope. that's, like, New York, and you just mess around and roll around in New York, so... Yeah. See, I, I remember, uh, the one thing that I thought was funny, this was, uh, you know, as I was playing this game, this was pre-Deadpool uh, movie. Uh, there's, I guess, in like the New York Times Square, there's all the ads and stuff, and one of them is just a big picture of Deadpool, and it says, ME! <laughs> I'm just like, okay, that's funny, man. Deadpool, he knows he's on a poster. Like, <laughs> this fucking guy. Uh, I like that Deadpool. I hope he gets a movie someday. I'm trying to remember. Okay, yeah, you can unlock Deadpool. Like, okay, yeah, you can. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't remember if you could or not, because, like I said, there's there's so many damn characters. Which yeah. is what leads us to tonight's lightning round. Lightning round! I can't believe he bought it. There's no lightning round. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, seriously? <laughs> 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 I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> no, man, fuck that. There's so many fucking characters. <laughs> Whew, man. You can play like, as Taskmaster in this game. Oh, see, that I love. Arcade? Uh, Mar Ooh, can he oh, play as Arcade? Maybe. 
or maybe like <laughs> arcade has. Oh no. Okay. Um. No, you can't play as arcade. Uh, you can play as Arnim Zola though, and he is oh. in his like classic robot body. Not yeah, like, the robot body face. <laughs> yeah, it's not like human Arnim Zola. It's like robot Arnim Zola. Or Winter Soldier mainframe like reel to reel Arnim Zola. Where um, it's like, hey, we can do dope. robot Arnim Zola, kind of. See, I feel like Taskmaster should also have the powers of Stanley. Like, <laughs> you should That's be able true, to team yeah. up as Stanley and Taskmaster and open anything because you've observed or created every character in this game. So, uh, yeah, Ugh, I love Taskmaster. That reminds me, I gotta go back and beat the fucking PS4 Spider-Man again. I never actually killed Taskmaster. So, shame on me. Um, so yeah, anyway, David, anything else on Lego Marvel Superhero or its greatest character ever, Taskmaster? Oh, I mean Stanley. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, no, it's it's a fun, enjoyable. It, it's a Lego game. Like, Favorite it's character in the game. Hell. I mean, I have to go with Doctor Octopus just because it's so rare to be able to play as Doctor Octopus. Ah, uh, you make a good point, man. You know that's oh, that's a good idea for a theme. Next week's theme: characters with bowl cuts. Nothing. No, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Not octopuses or like multi-arm characters. But characters with bad bowl cuts. See, I'm sitting there. I was like, okay, like games with octopi, games with tentacles, like games where you play as villains, like games, games where you cut your own hair. Characters like games with bowl cuts. Like I didn't know what to expect, and somehow I wasn't expecting that. Amen. Let's uh, let's game that tune, baby, Johnny. Let's keep it going. Game three. To the lightning round.
the original soundtrack, I do want to point out, this is our fan request, uh, which came to us from our Discord, but I'm not giving the name, so no hints there. The original soundtrack of this game, composed by Gene Rosenberg, was released by EA Games as a free download on its website. However, since EA redesigned their website, it has been removed. Now that everyone is at the point who is writing or presenting their answers, uh, this was requested in our Discord by Bedroth, uh, and then the request was seconded by the Messenger. I'll bow down to the Messenger. Ooh, Jesse is so close with the Adams family. Sadly incorrect, John and John both have the correct answer of Henry Hatsworth. Oh. No, go ahead. Uh, this is Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure. Awesome. And what is so puzzling about said adventure? I was going to say, so did anyone play Henry Hatsworth? I have a... Uh, wait, I think I know someone. David, did you play Henry Hatsworth? I did. Did anyone else play Henry Hatsworth? I missed this one. No. <laughs> ah, see, this is... This is one of those, like, weird little gems of the DS library, like, because this came out a while into the DS's life. It's like, because this came out in 2009, and the DS came out in, what, like, 2004, 2005? And, yeah, like, I'm a little disappointed. I feel like I should have mentioned this game on GTT Gems earlier this year, and I think I might have totally missed it. Because <laughs> this was, Oops. like, in the period where, like... The DS, people forget this, but the DS kind of had a slow start, and then, like, once people got used to the touchscreens, like, wait, we can do some pretty cool stuff with this, and, like, this came out in that really creative period, because this I was is gonna a... say, it didn't have that slow of a start, it didn't take until 2009 for it to hit its stride. <laughs> no, no, but, like, yeah. it, when the, when the DS first came out, like, a lot of the early games, you got a bonus map screen, 
That was it. Like, ooh, yeah, you got your Metroid Prime Hunters in your, uh, yeah, you gotta feel that magic, baby. <laughs> but, uh, so this game is a 2D platformer and puzzle game. The oh. tops. The top screen, you play as this British gentleman named Henry Hatsworth, who's an adventurer, and he's going on an adventure to collect golden pieces of a magic suit. Uh, he's not looking for treasure. He's not looking for, like, to conquer kingdoms. He's literally looking for a new suit, because that's what British gentlemen do. Yeah, uh, he's just a dapper motherfucker. He's on a mission. <laughs> it's it's a like a standard platformer. Um, you jump from thing to thing, you fight enemies, you have a, a sword and a pistol that you can use, and then at any time you can push a button and this action goes to the bottom screen, where it's like a color match three Tetris attack style puzzle game. Huh. As you, like, there are certain blocks that come up that will give you power-ups, so like you can match up lightning blocks, and then that will like shoot a lightning attack on the top screen and just kind of like stun all the enemies. And as you kill enemies, they become blocks that you then have to clear on the bottom screen. And if you just wait and don't clear out those enemies, they will actually resurrect because they slowly like get pushed to the top of the screen and then come back to mess with you again. So like, you constantly have to switch back and forth between, you know, a fun little platforming adventure and then this puzzle game. I like it. I thought it was just a puzzle game, which always confused me. I'm like, now why do I have to do a match three puzzle as a dapper British guy? Like, you know, seems like an unnecessary flourish for a match three puzzler, but, you know, okay. Uh, you know, I don't play anything but Mario Kart DS on my DS, but that sounds cool. <laughs> um... No, I, I like it. I didn't know it was a combination of things, but it just... Yeah, it looks so charming. Look at that little guy, man. He's uh, fighting With stuff and puzzling. fantastic mustache. He's got a fantastic mustache. I mean, you know, it's... Uh, now, you know, I'm worried looking at this guy. I don't know his backstory. You know, he might be a confirmed bachelor. Uh, you know, it might be a, like a Patrick Stewart Ian McKellen situation. But from the look of it, he might be in contention for gaming's greatest granddad. Like, he's uh, he's a dapper old motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember because um, it's obviously... I'm pretty sure it's a one-off and they don't touch on that in the story. Oh, yeah, it's... This was one of those games that's like, hey, here's a fun little experiment. It's like, people are like, wow, that was really cool. All right, I'm never going to buy a game like this again. Like, right, it, was, exactly. it was a one and done. Um, it was published by EA, so they're like, oh, it didn't make a billion dollars? Pass. <laughs> right, exactly. We couldn't Madden Ultimate Team this bitch? I can't believe nobody wanted to download our Henry Hatsworth card packs or whatever EA does. I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, because... Yeah, I wanted to check. He he has an assistant named Cole. There's a an evil villain that he fights and everything, but there's no like. I do remember that being something that was kind of cool. Was because he's trying to piece together the golden suit. There's like no damsel in distress, no princess to rescue. So, I I don't know. I don't. He might be a confirmed old bachelor. I don't know that he is a grandfather. See, yeah, it, you know, it would also be cool if he was just like I don't know an old gay man like they just made that canon 10 years ago like you're playing as a dapper British dandy man who just like yeah I'm after a suit I can kill motherfuckers with a gun and a sword and yeah I have sex with very young you know very young men all over the world I'm Henry Hansworth what do you want from me like yeah. I mean not very young 
but who would? I didn't say I didn't say children. I just <laughs> he seems like kind of guy who'd be traveling the world in an ascot and a bowler with a big old mustache, and he'd attract the the fucking uh, the guys in their twenties. That's uh, that's the vibe I'm getting off this Henry Hansworth man. Who just you know I don't know shining his monocle at these motherfuckers, and they'd just you know they'd be just drawn to him. He's uh he's he's a gentleman. So yeah. He's, who do you think would win in a fight, Henry Hatsworth or Professor Layton? Ooh. I'm, yeah. Layton. It, you know, know it seems like Layton because he's younger, but. I was going to say, on the one hand, like, Layton definitely has, like, the speed advantage, but, I mean, Henry Hatsworth's a pretty agile guy, even for an older guy. They both have uh, hats. I know. That's kind of what I'm. Kind of what I'm thinking, man. Like, Henry Hatsworth is like an old, like bare knuckle boxing type motherfucker. Like he, he looks like he came up rough and tumble, and you know, once, uh, once the match finished, he and his opponent would just kind of, you know, settle it in the bedroom with, uh, you know, some sweat-soaked saris. Uh, whereas Professor Layton is just kind of a guy in a top hat. He doesn't seem like he fights anybody. He's, he's a puzzle say, solver. And he I, doesn't I fuck know that, I, mean, just, I know yeah. that Professor Layton has some fencing skills, but Does Henry he? Hatsworth has, has his sword skills. So I think what it really comes down to is uh, Henry Hatsworth has a gun. Yeah, so I'm going to give him the fight. Yeah. See, I, I didn't play Professor Layton either, so I didn't know if he fenced or if he just, like, drank tea and solved shit, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, mostly he drinks tea and solves shit, but I think in, like, the third or fourth game, he gets into, like, a fencing match. Okay. Uh, it's not quite, uh, yeah, not quite as cool as, uh, as old Henry Hatsworth. They should have made more of these guys, man. This, uh, I like this Hatsworth. I like the headcanon I'm creating for him, where he's a jet-setting old gay man around the world who bare knuckle boxes and then has sex with his opponent. It Can seems like a really fun game, especially when you consider the match three puzzle element. Um, I mean, I really like to make the episode title Sweat Soaked Sorries. <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> it's supposed to be just a move past it line. You're not supposed to hear that. <laughs> uh, we're not talking about that. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of want the episode title to be Genteel Dandy Bare Knuckle Boxer. That's the word I've been looking for. Not dandy. Dandy seems like a pejorative. Genteel was the word I've been looking for. Damn it. I've been <laughs> saying something slightly insulting this whole time. I don't mean it to be insulting. I think it'd be really cool if he was an old gay man who traveled the world and, you know, gotten guys and also fucking shot people. Like, it'd be cool. <laughs> like, that's literally, like, one of my life dreams. Like, I want to travel the world. I want to get guys. I want to shoot people. Uh, throw a puzzle element in there, it's good! <laughs> For some reason, I imagine him traveling in a hot air balloon. That's I, that's Professor Layton, goddammit. Oh. No, 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 see, Professor Layton <laughs> would be in the hot air balloon. Henry Hatsworth has a dirigible. It's a world Hell difference. yes. Yeah, Henry Hatsworth has a luxury box in a fucking Zeppelin. His sexy, sexy luxury box. <laughs> That's where you go in between puzzle missions or whatever. <laughs> Cuts back to the boudoir of his sexy Zeppelin. God, the hot tea mod uh, for this game. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, Johnny. That's why we never got the sequel. <laughs> uh, why game no sequel four. to fucking Henry Hatsworth? It was the hot tea controversy. Uh, David, anything else on Henry Hatsworth before no, we that, move on that, real fast? We, we can't. No. 
hot tea mod that that beats. We're done. Uh, thank you, Bedroth, for the request. <laughs> Game four. As well as remixes of um, the original game's theme, uh, the soundtrack was provided by RZA, Mostef, Fear Factory, Slipknot, Soulfly, Dub Pistols, Shadows Fall, Opeth, and Lil Flip.
All right, who's got some answers for me? Uh, well, everybody's writing down their answers. Johnny, can you get a fresh take of you saying RZA? You, God damn it, John, I'm so mad at you. Oh, thank oh. you, David. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll get John's answer up. All right, so Jesse says getting up, which is incorrect. Uh, David says it's pronounced Riza, <laughs> which is correct. It's correct. <laughs> and then John says Final Fight Streetwise, which is this game. <laughs> this is Final Fight Streetwise with soundtrack by Riza, not RZA. Thank you. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Um, that made uh, me so goddamn angry. <laughs> so, have you guys ever uh, played uh, this Final Fight game, the Final Fight game with guns? <laughs> <laughs> the best thing in the Final Fight series: guns <laughs> and dark no. levels, <laughs> and lots of swearing, <laughs> and biblical no. elements. I'm so disappointed I haven't played this because it seems so insane. <laughs> uh, take sorry. Biblical elements? Yeah, take Final Fight and mash it up with maybe Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something like that. You've got Final Fight and a lot more swearing. You've got Final Fight Streetwise. Wait, you can see. Yeah. I was under huh? the impression that this was a bad game, but Final Fight with Buffy the Vampire Slayer and swearing <laughs> sounds like a fucking great game. And Rizzo. Yeah, so Jeez. You're playing. Yeah, uh, and music. <laughs> you're playing as um, Kyle Travers, younger brother of Cody. Uh. And Cody has gotten mixed up in some, like, he's trying to get back into street fighting, and he's gotten mixed up in drugs. Wait, Cody uh, Rhodes? Oh. He's taking a drug to pump himself up, and it turns out the drug is made by a psychotic priest. And so you wind up fighting other monsters or people or whatever that have also been doped up. And they you wind up fighting war and pestilence and death and things like that. Um, and you're oh, fighting those in graveyards. Names of men. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. It t- I'm like, wait, what? Oh, right. Fucking street guys named yeah. Ward Pestilence. <sighs> and, Great. Yeah. Um, it's got a, a cameo uh, of Cammy from the Street Fighter series. You can fight her in an optional fight. A Cammy. Okay. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. No. you know, that outfit she's wearing, that uh, that makes me have a little Cammy. Oh. Uh, oh, oh, oh. My man. <laughs> what the butt? Um, what? Cammy has a butt. Cammy's got a butt. She's oh. got a butt. Yeah, I believe it's her whole character, really. I was just say, uh, if you've ever played a Street Fighter game, that is not news to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why they cast Kylie Minogue in the Street Fighter movie, uh, famous butt. So, famous yeah, Cammy. That's Cammy with a butt. Title. <laughs> <laughs> just famous butt. Um, anyway, that's the thing uh, for next week. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, bold, bold cuts and butts on next week's episode. <laughs> gonna use the Three Stooges uh, game. It's either got hey, a character with a bowl cut or a famous butt. <laughs> um, but anyway, Johnny. So yeah, Final Fight Streetwise. I know you put some time into this. Uh, you know, how do you feel? Uh, how do you feel like they did uh, incorporating Kyle Travers, the new character, into the game? Um, I don't think they did a great job of it, to be honest. It really felt shoehorned in there. Uh, really? Yeah, because, like, one, he wasn't in any of the previous Final Fight games, so that's kind of just out of nowhere. 
There's a brother it's a now. It's new character's work, yes, especially <laughs> when the sequel takes place 11 years or so after the previous game. Like, Final Fight 3 came out uh, on the Super Nintendo, yeah. and this game came out in 2006. Yep. It barely beat the PS3 to market. Like, <laughs> I mean... The- I don't, I don't know if it's 11 years in real time and game time, but, I mean, honestly, in Final Fight 3, you should have been able to play as Kyle Travers as a seven-year-old boy. <laughs> exactly. It's you know, Or maybe it's that thing, it's like that Hobbs and, Hobbs and Shaw situation, like Jason Statham and that woman who is, like, 25 years younger than he is, they're siblings, but, you know, they show, like, flashbacks to when they're kids. Like, you're supposed to think that Jason Statham's, like, 36 when he's actually, like, 53. Uh, you know, maybe that's the situation. Maybe maybe Cody is, uh, you know, he's got a, got a younger brother that looks, uh, looks real young. But in reality, Cody's, like, you know, supposed to be 36, and Kyle's, like, I don't know, 22 or some shit. Like... Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's stupid. Uh, it's stupid that they made this. <laughs> it's stupid that it's not just Cody and and fucking Hagar and Guy. I mean, like they really loved the swearing in this game. That that kind of drove me nuts. Like there's some cutscenes where it's like. I swear to God, you fucking piece of shit, motherfucker, shithead. You know, I was like, whoa, buddy. Like, <laughs> Johnny, see, normally when you bring up shit like this, you should bring sound clips because I want to hear it from from the mouths of Hagar. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get the get yeah. chance for that. But damn it, man. Uh, uh, it just seems like such a folly. I fucking love Final Fight. It's so silly, and it just doesn't seem like the kind of thing that translates to a uh, to a PlayStation Two. Uh, not the way they were trying to make games for the PlayStation Two. Like if they had done a just a really sick ass like you know arcade belt scroller for PS Two with cool graphics in the air, that's one thing. But I don't think this is that. <laughs> no, this is closer to a sandbox style game like Grand Theft Auto. Like you have your ability to go on side missions and choose, you know, how you want to progress the story and things like that. Um, I mean, the, the idea of, like, an open-world beat-em-up with, like, optional side missions sounds okay, but, like, the fact that they try to do, like, gritty urban version, like, no. Like, Final Fight was colorful. Yeah, there gritty. should be color in this game. Gritty urban right. and, like, a lot of time in a church and there's demons version. Like, it is See, okay, yeah, dark. See, that's a weird fucking inclusion. Like, and, you know, the, the problem with an open world beat-em-up, and I don't know if this is the problem that applies to Final Fight Streetwise, but it's a problem that I face, say, in, uh, you know, just playing, like, the Spider-Man game on PS4. After a time, you get a little annoyed when you're trying to move through the city and everyone wants to fight. <laughs> like, yes. It's just like, dude, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to do a side mission. I just need to like deliver this pizza. <laughs> you got to like brawl with like eight motherfuckers to do it. Or in Spider-Man's case, it's like, I'm just trying to go like activate a satellite or something. Why am I being shot at with like fucking rocket launchers? Like, why are there guys on every rooftop with rocket launchers? What happened to this poor city? Speaking of shot at, that was really drawing. I, I watched a video of like all the bosses. Guns. And yeah, first first boss, guy in a forklift. He tries to run you with the forklift. He hits some boxes. You beat him up. You know, okay, good. Second boss. You gotta you, keep moving forward. Second boss, you both have guns. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> what is this? Uh, I mean, I'm into it. I love guns. They're great. <laughs> yeah, especially in, in a beat him up setting. Where is he? Yeah. Previously, you've played as super-powered fucking pro-wrestling mayor characters. <laughs> now, you know, if they had 
tweak that there's one easy tweak they could have done, which is that the fight starts, the guns jam, you beat each other up with the guns. Boom. Yes. Okay, Still yeah. a sweet beat em up. <laughs> See, yeah, if it, if it was a pistol whipping beat em up, then I'm in. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> strictly pistol whipping. Never get these dudes. <laughs> That's what they should have. It should have just been final fight pistol whip. Yeah. yeah. Or just you have the button to throw the gun. <laughs> every every gun in this game jams. <laughs> Oh, that'd uh, be so good. God, Smith & Wesson needs to come to Metro City. This yeah. shit is insane. Yeah, there are all those carbon fiber pistols that you can sneak through a metal detector, like in the Dark Knight in the courtroom scene, and they jam, and then fucking Harvey Dent punches the guy out. You know, uh, if you want to kill a public servant, I suggest you buy American. Except this time it's Hagar saying it. Just make the Dark Knight with Hagar playing Harvey Dent. Uh... <laughs> Uh, you know, there, there are ways to make this Final Fight Streetwise game a lot better than what it was. Just yeah. take things that are good and add Final Fight characters to them. I also Don't love to take, like, Max Payne and add Final Fight characters I to also, them. Like, I also love that original Final Fight, you know, Slipknot soundtrack. It's pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I honestly, I didn't even know that they had music from, uh, from bands like that. <laughs> I'm going to really have to look this, uh, this soundtrack is going to be a lot of fun to find and add to GTT radio. <laughs> it's going to be so annoying. I can already tell. <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, so we barely even, uh, touched on, on Hagar. So you do get to play as Hagar. You're not just playing as Kyle Travers. Not in the story mode, strictly in the arcade uh -oh. mode, unfortunately, but you do get to play as Hagar. So okay. close to getting a DQ. <laughs> so close. I, I, I have toned the line, I know. But yeah, you're lucky. I mean, you're lucky. We love Macho Mike Hagar. Man. You can control him. No one can control Hagar. John, that is a lie. No one controls Mike Hagar. I'll drive your ass into the ground, Missy. Um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anything else on Final Fight Streetwise, the greatest game in the history of the Final Fight universe. And, uh, you know, it's so good that this is the last game in the Final Fight universe. <laughs> I do have one question. Is this game canon to Street Fighter? Ooh, probably. I don't know. Have you played Street Fighter 3? It's really fucked up and weird. And so is this game. So what does I this think have to do with Street Fighter 3? This came out seven years after Street Fighter 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're looking for the influence in future games. I need you to speak to this game's influence on Street Fighters Four and Five. Oh, I haven't played and those. And Cross Tekken, <laughs> which is really just a backhand way for me to pull out my soapbox and once again demand: Why has Hagger not been in a Street Fighter game? It, it bears repeating, man. Say it one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> like, Why has Hagger not been in a Street Fighter game? The clapping emojis are implied, people. Put Hagar in Street Fighter or make a fucking new Final Fight game. Like, you know, and make it good this time. We're, you know, we're just, we can act like Street Fighter or uh, uh, like Streetwise never existed. We're willing to move past it. Like, they, they, they're making Streets of Rage 4. Call those motherfuckers up. Just be like, hey, guys, uh, you know, we need to renew the old rivalry. We need Final Fight 4. Can you do it? And they'll be like, uh, uh, wait, did you guys do a Final Fight 4? Wasn't it called Streetwise? They're like, up, 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 up. We're willing to move past all that Slipknot music. 
if you'll make us a very good new final fight. Like, just, just bring it out, man. Get the River City Girls crew on it. Get Way Forward making a final fight for it. Get anybody to do it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't see why it hasn't happened. David, you're coming all over the screen. What's happening? <laughs> I, just had, I just had, like, the image of, like, a way forward Hagar spring, and that made me happy on so many levels. Yeah, I'd be into it. Real fucking into it. But anyway, uh, great pick, John. Uh, I look forward to you streaming a full let's play of this game. Ooh. And, uh, you know, in the meantime, let's keep it moving to our final game of the night. Game five.
All right. <clears throat> For this game, the most drastic change was the chicken transformation. While in the previous game, it was only used for traversing small small corridors. It now, in this game, has an entire fighting move set and its own unique special moves. talk about this game forever what do you guys got let's see johnny with uh oh my god i'm, I'm not even count gonna, it. i'm not i do i have to read his <laughs> Guaca, guacamole to which is incorrect <laughs> and then john and david said guacamole too which is is correct What a swerve. That's why Johnny shouldn't have the soundboard. Oh, oh my man. 
So, uh. So, anyway, Guacamelee 2. Guacamelee Dos. Oh my god, this game is so good. So fucking good. Um, the main character, Juan, he has a, a, a mustache underneath that mask. But I was gonna say, now, how do, how do we know? Have we confirmed that? Yes, because I was just about to say, you can unlock oh. multiple costumes. One of the costumes is he's dressed up like a chicken, and you can see his face, and he has a mustache. Okay, um, even if okay, it's just cool. mustache when you're a chicken, that's fine with me. Also, um, say, it seems rude to unmask a luchador as an alternate costume. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not even rude, disgraceful even. <laughs> well, also, I believe his skull has a mustache, too, because there's a, a <laughs> alternate time. Okay, so the whole game takes place around um, the Mexiverse, which is like the multiverse, but... I guess right. Mexican, and um, I saw and, Coco. I know what the Mexiverse is. Yes, yeah. and so <laughs> I've been to Epcot. Yeah, and Duh. so <laughs> it's pretty great. Okay, so the game starts off, and it's the final battle from the first Guacamelee, and when you beat uh, Kalaka, who's like the big skeleton dude, um, it basically goes into the Dracula Richter speech from. Um, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and he goes, "What is a luchador? Uh, but oh. a miserable pile of secrets." <laughs> and it's like there's so many little like fun references and stuff. And um, the first game got you know heavily criticized because it had a lot of memes and references and stuff in it. I loved and, it. I know. And so in this game, there's actually a level where, where there's like a stage you find, and it's just um, oh, it's called like the Dankest Timeline. And so it's just a place with all the dankest memes and a bunch of <laughs> critic and a bunch of like critics talking about how terrible all the memes are and stuff. Oh. It's, it's pretty great. Um, I love when video games do that. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we got. It's like whenever uh, Gremlins 2 opens up with uh, the dude saying um, that he hated the Gremlins movie, and then the Gremlins show up and eat him. Um, <laughs> God, what was his name? Fuck, uh, Leonard Malton. There you go. Huh. That's weird. I'm having a hard time. My Google Translate doesn't seem to have a translation for dank from English to Spanish. I don't yeah. understand what's happening. Things <laughs> think I'm trying to put German words in there. That's not yeah. the case. <laughs> it could just be one of those things I typed, where it's... I typed dank and it said glacius. I'm like, no, I know that's not the right <laughs> That's not right at a, all. It could just be a case of Spanish, like, taking that word in. Like, I remember studying Spanish and learning all the, like, electronic communication words and the internet was just... L internet and email right. was like L email. <laughs> L dank meme. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Los <laughs> uh, memes dank. Meme. <laughs> Los memes de dank. Uh, episode, episode title. title? <laughs> Los memes danko profundo. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Anyway, uh, so me, you know, d uh, Profoundly dank memes aside, uh, man, uh, I'm a little disappointed that I haven't played this one yet either, but in fairness to myself, I barely uh, scratched the surface of the original Guacamelee. I had a lot of fun with it. I had finished a little bit of it, but uh, no, it, it, you know, something about these, uh, these modern Metroidvanias where you know I, I have fun for the few hours I play them, and I rarely finish them. <laughs> like, yeah. They're cool, I, though. These games just really hooked me because they can be very punishing hard. And I typically, you know, if, it, if a game gets too hard, I'll end up, you know, bending the knee and not 
playing anymore. Uh, right. But this game, it has really good checkpoints. Like, when you die, you, you know, resurrect usually pretty close to at least that frame, that, like, area of the dungeon that you're in. Um, so yeah, I, I feel this, like... This had this come out after Celeste? Did they maybe realize the best way to go for some of these things was to be generous with the checkpoints? <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure. Um, let's see. I think it did, but I, I'm sure it, it didn't come have. out in time for them to have that really affect their fucking development. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but it's a good idea, because, you know, I love Celeste. It's very hard, and it keeps you from getting frustrated because you just start in the same room over it, like over again. So... You know, similar thing in play here. That's that's good. Good for good for a guy like me. And like you learn all your abilities from like these statues that look like um, the ones in Metroid, and uh, you like have to break them, and then that's when the old Goat Man shows up and uh, teaches uh, the you the move. I love the old Goat Man. Yeah. Um, hey, so David, did you play uh, either of these Guacamelees? I played the original. I did not play the sequel. I wanted to play the sequel when I saw it was announced because I enjoyed the first one a lot. Um, yeah. But for some reason, the sequel just kind of slipped me by. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely worth checking checking into because um, it's basically uh, a lot more Guacamelee. Uh, a lot more enemy types. Uh, the, like I mentioned in the trivia, the, the chicken is way more uh, useful. It has a lot uh, fighting abilities and uh, special moves. So, like, there's certain fights that you'll have to be the chicken and fight. And um, if you use a different costume, then your chicken is different too. So that's always nice. Nice. Um, and there's also a move. You finally get this move. Um, you know how, like, in Metroid, when you're the ball, you can drop bombs? Well, in the chicken, you can lay eggs. And they're, like, they make a big deal about it. They're, like, oh, so they're, like, bombs? They're, like, no, they're just eggs. And they literally <laughs> they literally do nothing. You just, you're just you just a chicken that lays eggs now. Um, there's, like, a purple feather you get sometimes that turns you into a gigantic chicken, and you just wreck everything. Um, El Chicken Profundo? Yes, very profundo. Um... <laughs> I remember there's some uh, portals that in the Mexiverse, like there's the bonus uh, stage timeline, and so you like show up, and this dude's like, "Oh, I just bought a new car," and it's like a red car, and you're like right next to like a, a background that looks very familiar. So of course you wreck the car all to hell, and then he's like, "Why did you do that?" And nice. so um, you end up finding uh, that that. Uh, area again and he's got a new car <laughs> and um that time i did not destroy it because he was so sad the first time and uh, <laughs> i'm pretty sure you it's could optional have. yeah <laughs> oh that's fucked up i love it um what? it's a oh it's so good the writing is there's so many stupid puns and and um a lot of weird uh mexican stuff that's i'm not sure if this game is offensive but I feel like it isn't, but I wouldn't right. be, you know, the one to say that. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I was, for some reason, I was trying to remember the last time we talked about Guacamelee, and I'm like, I feel like this isn't made, I mean, obviously it's made, you know, slightly respectfully of Mexican culture, but like, I was like, yeah, isn't like, uh, you know, Drinkbox Studios, aren't they? Nope, wait, they're from Toronto. That's uh, kind of the other uh, other direction on the, the Mexican scale. They're, uh... Not particularly Mexican in Toronto. Um, so yeah, I, 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 
if it is offensive, they can't put it on the United States. Like, it's a Canadian That's studio. True. It's not us. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, they, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe Canada's just like Japan. They have that, you know, kind of playful, <laughs> as long as we're not being super harmful, <laughs> you know, stereotype thing. <laughs> like, you know, they, uh, Japan made Punch-Out!, yeah, Canada's like, eh, do you want to make a game about American wrestlers? No, no, no. Go one country lower. Let's make a Mexican wrestling game. <laughs> Good. Hell, that's a much better idea. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, yeah, maybe in Canada they just don't have the same uh, issues with Mexicans as uh, we do here in America. <laughs> what, what, I what, issues, what issues yeah, what do issues? you have with Mexicans, John? Yeah. I, I didn't say, hey, I'm not speaking for myself here. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to put that red hat on? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's around here somewhere. Um, you know, I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not actually speaking for me. This is a terrible trap. Johnny, starts to calculate the computer. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. I'm just trying to say that Yoshi's cookie is pretty good and you match cookies. Can I say that? Can I? No? <laughs> Fuck, man. Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Regan. What? How? Well, remember when I gave myself a hat what? trick? I also gave myself the win because I just haven't won in some time and I want to win for once and I'm never going to do it legitimately. So, I mean, I win tonight. It's Johnny's time. Next episode is episode 175, maybe a milestone. So, fuck it. Maybe Johnny can pick the theme? Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. Johnny, yeah, so, you know. Uh, Fine, fuck it. John wins, and I'm sure that John has a fantastic theme in mind for episode 175. He's got a home run of a theme that he's gonna gonna send us to that uh, episode with. So, Johnny, uh, uh, wh- what do you got for us for the next episode? I- I- it better be great. Well, let's see. Next week is gonna be episode 175. Now, if you take seven, five, and one, and you add them together, you get 13. All right, and. What is 13? 13 is probably a not a very lucky number. You don't want to be around on Friday the 13th and so on and so forth. So all that to say, it's a free play next week. <laughs> what the fuck? Game that too. Free play. You can't compare Fat Mega Man to 9-11. Free play! What? (laughs) (laughs) I love the what at the end. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's the what that we all were feeling for Johnny winning the episode. So, uh, of course, Johnny wins and makes it a free play. I would expect no less. Uh, you know, what a, what a... What a night. What a fucking win. It's our new tradition for every 175 episodes. We have a free play. It's... <laughs> 
well observed. Yeah. Is there also, is it possible that there's something in effect where I get all four games right and you win somehow? Is that what's going on here? Am I in hell? Like, <laughs> what happened here? No, yeah. That's the new rule of Game That Tune, so I'm really looking forward to that free play on episode 350. The problem, uh, the yeah. problem, John, is that you actually lost a point every time one of your fake mustaches fell off your face tonight. Oh, so you're no! actually in the negative. No, I'm not. A, I didn't go through that many. But, uh, <laughs> fine. Fuck it. This, this one, actually, this mustache, this one's a chant, man. This one stayed up for quite some time. You gotta give it up. But anyway, yeah, that's all for our live viewers. Uh, for our podcast viewers, for everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We're live every Wednesday night. You can check us out at YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Search for Game That Tune. Thanks to everybody listening at Podcast Forum. You can check us out uh, anywhere you get your podcast. Search for Game That Tune. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, everybody needs to go check out merch.gamethattune.com. All right, Johnny, you won this week's episode, so tell them what they can get at the merch store. You can get all kinds of things with our logos on it. You can get the Game That Tuna Big Ass Mug. It is a 14-ounce or 15-ounce black coffee mug. It holds a lot of fucking coffee. You can get the Game That Tuna Classic T-Shirt. You can get the Game That Tune uh, Woman's Racerback Tee. You can get the Game That Tune Polo, the Game That Tune Hat. The Game That Tune Bath Bag. You can get Flex of Pee and Shit on it. You can get the uh, Game That Tune uh, Shower Curtain. <laughs> Flex of shit! <laughs> Whoa! Now, how, do, how do you go to the bathroom, man? Now, John, what the fuck? John, John, I have a question. Um, let's say I want to get my wife something that she can wear underneath her pants. Do we have something for the ladies? We do. We do, have, we do have Game That Tune ladies underwear. Um, along with men's underwear, no one uh -huh. calls it that. Along with Game Seriously, That Tune men's dude. underwear, we have men's and women's underwears available. So we have Game That Tune boxers, Game That Tune briefs, and Game That Tune. I'm sorry, what was that? We don't have Game yeah, That what Tune if... boxers. We just have the briefs. Let's say I'm a woman, and it's uh, you know I want to get flex of shit somewhere, <laughs> not in a, on a bath mat. <laughs> But also not on my pants. Uh, if I were to say put a, a garment between you know my uh, my shit spewing ass and my <laughs> pants, what uh what might that garment be called? It, and would it have a game that tune logo on it? Could I buy that at our merch store? You could. You could buy a pair of uh, game that tune women's briefs. <laughs> Close enough. Fuck this. <laughs> 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 we're also <laughs> gonna start selling game that tune panty shields. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, uh, game that tune diapers. My shit spewing ass. <laughs> it's in the episode title. Episode title. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, check out merch.gamethattune.com for real. Buy a shirt or a coffee mug. You don't need to buy all this other wacky I can't shit. Can't wait to buy our shit spewing ass shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thanks. And get an artist to draw his shit spewing ass. <laughs> thanks to everybody uh, who makes requests. Thank you to uh, Bedroth for our request this week. Uh, they sent us their request via Discord. But you can also uh, hit us up, gamethatune.gmail.com. Hit us up in Twitter. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, YouTube. 
anywhere you uh, anywhere you can find us, make a request. We love getting those from you guys. Uh, special thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We've got game that tune gems. We've got mixtapes. We've got covered up. We've got a lot of fun stuff going on over at patreon.com slash game that tune. So check us out there and support the show. Special thanks to our super fan tune producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, and Chrono. You guys are all fantastic and we appreciate your support of the show. And, um, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, you can uh, find us on Twitter tweeting mustache gifts and talking about shit spewing asses uh, <laughs> at Game That Tone, or you can find me individually on Twitter, a lot less shit spewing ass content. Uh, content on Twitter at jgangster187. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore Legend. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at <laughs> DFD Fleming. And you can find John Regan, the shit spewing ass of Game That Tune, on Twitter at <laughs> Woman's underscore briefs. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. And I'm sure you got fantastic bonus tunes ready to go. So what do we got, man? Uh, I'm just going with a good old-fashioned standby classic, Rip and Tear, from the Doom 2016 soundtrack. Speaking of asses. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. <laughs>
Tekken Advance is copyright 2002 Bandai Namco Games. Lego Marvel Super Heroes is copyright 2013 Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure is copyright 2009 Electronic Arts. Final Fight Streetwise is copyright 2006 Capcom Company Limited. Guacamelee 2 is copyright 2018 Drinkbox Studios. Wow. Oh, wow. So this whole time, you, the description you wrote for the game Matt Tune was a Joy Sipping logo and also getting little flex of pee and stuff on it. In my head, it was little flex of pee and shit this whole time. Wow. See, I don't even remember writing and stuff. I just, you know, little flex of pee is where my mind goes because, you know, you get a little splashback, but like. Cool shit back. Including and stuff. Oh, God. Flex of shit. <laughs> I don't remember laughing that hard in a long time. That caught me off guard, man. Mainly because, like, in my head, as you were talking about, like, if I'm a woman and I'm gonna cover my shit spewing ads, like, I just imagine, like, a panty ad, just a really sexy woman pulling panties up, but just her ass just explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Somehow, it, somehow the panties cork the ass. <laughs> 